Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, space operatic battles, social commentary of the human condition, the principality of Xeon, Side 7, Char Aznable, Amuro Ray, and The Gundam. Listener discretion is advised. Episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcast inventing reviews about connectly ass narratives. I'm your host Zon, saying Sig Zion. What's up? I'm Ray's. I'm here too. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? It's just it's funny. It's like you you say Sig Zion with the Heil Hitler fucking. Well, they're space Nazis. That's what they do. They're space Nazis. Space Nazis. Oh my god. Yeah, that's what this is. That's what Gundam yeah, is. It's literally just space Nazis. Oh, I'm sorry. You guys are trying to do a podcast, and I'm like intervening on this one. Uh, Sorry. Yes, yes, that is that is in the background, <laughs> and he's he he has never been really into it. He hasn't been enlightened with the Gundam ways. Hopefully, so he will be. So I will stay in tune, and, and like if I have questions to ask these fine gentlemen, I will. But I just had to crack up at the fact it was like no, really, they're 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 space Nazis. It's terrible. Except the difference is that they are after they think they're that new types are better than normals, and then uh, we'll get into that they're a bit. They're not wrong. They're just assholes okay. about it. Okay, so let me ask this question. Like, I now, Hold don't on. get me wrong. Okay. No, that's the thing I had in the game. Uh, okay, so. Okay, never mind. Continue. Alright, like, so before anything else, remember, you could check us out at www.spyrokin.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. If it exists, we're on it. Except for Bebo. We won't do fucking Bebo. It's evil! <laughs> Uh, we're on iTunes, and you could email us at sparkin at gmail.com. I'm at zansparkin.com. I'm at raise at sparkin.com. Remember, that's R-A-Z-E, not R-A-Z or R-A-S or R-A-Z-H. Just try everything until it works. And me, it's X-A-N, not Z-A-N. And says my information would be basically useless. You guys don't need my website, so I understand. Also, more importantly than that... If you want to help out the podcast, which is kind of important, there are three things you can do. One, when you go to iTunes, you can leave us a comment. We would appreciate this greatly. Two, 
if you go to Amazon.com forward slash shops forward slash Firekin, you can buy a lot of the stuff that we reviewed in the past. And that helps us to get more stuff. Stuff works. Stuff helps. Stuff keeps the train moving. Like better microphones, because one of the microphones is, I'm pretty sure, dead. Well, if nothing else, just hey. Shout out with uh, Twitter, with Facebook, whatever you can do. Guys, I tried telling them to use a string in a can, but I guess I'm too old-fashioned for that one. Sorry! Yes. And to all of our Fetty and Xeon fans, well, you're in for a treat today, because we're going to be talking about Gunpla. Yes! Yes, my obsession, my love, my passion, my, my money breaker. Well, for those of you who don't know what is Gunpla, Gunpla is... Gundam Plastic. Yeah, so what this there's actually an anime which is about how it, to yeah, I I am Have you seen that anime? There are actually two. There's one and then there's a new one they just released. I'm I'm putting it off just because I know it's gonna be craptastic with the story, but I, I am looking forward to seeing the MS battles. It's about a little boy who's told you have to go to the store and you have to spend your parents' <laughs> it's money. One giant marketing but it's terrible. <laughs> yes wow. to tell a kid to go to the store and use his parents' money to buy gunpla in order to save the world. <laughs> if you if you remember uh what, Mega Man Anti Warrior or Mega Metabots or stuff like that, it's pretty it's essentially just that but I liked NT I liked uh not anti warriors um Mega Man.ex Rockman.exe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh it's gunpla is you buy the model and you build it depending on what the severity is. It could be a regular grade. It could be uh one 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 hundred, one forty four high grade, you have uh one one hundred master grades, we have the new one forty four real grades, and then we have the, the other major, major big models that I What about the one by one in Tokyo? <laughs> That is going to be my mecca. I'm going to visit that one day and drool all over it. It's still there, right? Uh, I think we might have moved it. Cause it the, on, the, the earthquake, uh, yeah, the tsunami. Not, it's, it's either that or it's on tour right now. I'm not entirely sure. If it actually fucking so, works. Hold on, let me get this straight. <laughs> it's a, we're very few years away from them actually making fun. So let me get this straight. This is basically about people building models to the point of insanity. More or less, yeah. That's, that's usually how it works. Just like anyone who... Buys baseball cards, buys action figures, buys comic books, buys train sets, buys it's, guns, it's, it's, buys I, football stuff. It's it's a hobby for for the most passionate fans. It's it's kind of relaxing. It's fun. It's it makes nice decorations. I do it. I enjoy it. It's very zen if you get to do it with it you know cutting using yeah. the right cutters. But some people but get very it's, obsessive about it. There there no there. I know a few obsessive people, but it's as long as you're not frustrated with the kit. Then it's gonna it's gonna be a pretty good experience. And for extra fun, if you read or watch Genshin, there's an entire episode dedicated to them doing gun blah. <laughs> and then the terrible things that happens when one of the members, Saki, decides to break one of the Don't other members' gun plots. Ever. <laughs> because hey, it's a toy, you can move it. No, no, well, it's it's posable, it's not it's toy esque, it's not a toy. Yes. I, I have literally spent fifteen hours on one model kit just straight through. You do not break those. Don't. Someone said that there's a way you can make it so it won't break. I call no, bullshit. No. It's, it's plastic. It's very breakable. Wow. Like 15 hours? Mm-hmm. Hell. And I didn't even paint it. If I paint it, that's... The, the average the average time span a ranges month. from... It can be a month. It really can. If you, no, if you go to work and paint it, it That was including painting it. No, this is a whole... Because you have to... It's not they sell the pieces already set. No. It's in a wireframe. You have to cut it. Then you have to airbrush it. I mean, it's the whole... It's, I, I tried painting it once. I sanded The fact it they say that there's an attire, that the best time to do it is... Was it It's in the spring, I think? Or is it the fall? One of the two times. Yeah. Is the specific time to do it. It's crazy. It's a whole 
thing with it. There's magazines, there's cult. But anyway, this isn't really the gun plot because we're a manga <laughs> podcast. And most we, of it, we could review kits, but I prefer not to. Because we're a manga podcast for a second there, thought we would work up for Toy Biz for a second. No, that's not Toy Biz. It's, it's by uh, Bandai and Sunrise. Bandai, Sunrise, and Bandai still exists. Not here. Well, not here, but yes, they do. <laughs> they have they have a giant. They have a giant. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure White Base is actually their actual <laughs> headquarters. Wow. They've actually made a White Base, and they actually made a, a gun tank. They Just, made a gun tank. I bet you they made a gun tank. It's Probably. it's underneath. The, like when the time comes, we will take over the world with our gun tank and our Gundam. No, okay. To to to. To put into perspective how popular Gunpla is, sometimes they'll make an anime just so they can make money off of merchandising. Okay, so just out of curiosity, you're talking about this giant gun tank that could threaten the whole world? No, no, gun tanks are shitty. Don't, don't I was going to say, because I would just walk up to them with some, like, glue remover and be like, ha-ha, no, gun, gun tanks are stupid. Gun tanks are the most realistically plausible ones, but pretty much <laughs> Gundam... It's not... Gunpla is essentially what most people remember the 80s American cartoons for. Yeah. Ooh, look, I see it on TV! I wanna make it! But the point is, you guess what we're talking about in this episode? It's Gundam. And Gundam is... It's not just an anime series. It's not just manga. It's 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 a cultural phenomenon. Let's put it that way. It's like Star Trek. It's like Star Wars. It's like Doctor Who, I guess. I will say this. The best thing I've ever seen is I watched the Transformers in Gundam panel. It descended into madness in three minutes. <laughs> also, oh, and, and, and Macross was there, too, oh, to add it. Oh, boy, Macross. that's like a Battle Royale of freaking... See, if, if you put, I want to say Transformers fans and Macross fans in the same room, there's going to be a brawl eventually. No, the point is, Gundam and Macross, they'll kill each other. They will. Hey, how do you break the tension? Throw on the GoBots. Fuck you. No, <laughs> some will defend it. Some will defend it. It's weird. It's their own little subgroup because they they were absorbed. So like this is our red-haired stepchild, but we still family. Fuck you. Robots were the ghetto transformers and everything else, but you got to give them credit because they came out in the eighties and a mini mini cult yeah. classic. Gundam is its own thing, and yes, it was created by a very very prestigious man. Tomino. Yes, Tomino. Tomino. He made it. He brought it. He gave us. He is the godfather of Gundam. Yes, and. Gundam is... I mean, we could go over all the different little Gundams you have. I mean, you have regular Gundam, Gundam Unicorn, MS Gundam, Gundam but, X. Let's, let's not. I can I can name most of them. Wait a minute. There's a Gundam Unicorn? Seriously? It's it's 100%, it's 110% cooler than it actually sounds. Because I thought the same thing. And yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like My Little Pony no, I'll, meets I'll, freaking I'll, That's what I thought. No, but no, then no. it turns out to be one of the greatest things Gundam has ever done the last The only reason years. why it's called that is because it has the... Well, I'll show you later. I'll show you later. It, okay. it actually, you you would actually... It's like... Um, exactly. actually is it like the... Is it, like, it has like a horn that comes right out of the head or something like that? No, it, it, I'll show you. It, okay. It's hard to describe. No, but it's, it's like really um, cool. the Enterprise... Was it would be like comparing the Enterprise A to the Enterprise D, almost. Yeah, yeah, Enterprise A to Enterprise D. Mm. See, I thought the D was a terrible design until I got old. Any, moving, moving, getting back to... Yes, <laughs> getting, I almost actually want to hear about this Gundam thing here. Yes, so... For those of you who are, who are uninitiated... Which would uh, be me. We're going to be reviewing, or... Or you're going to be reviewing... We'll both review this, and now we'll, you know, it's just going to be a Gundam review. <laughs> we're just going <gonna laughs> to talk about Gundam for the next however long. And for Maybe we like, might review this, maybe not. Sorry. But, alright, so, Gundam, for those of you who don't know, was a series which came out in the... 1979. Yes, 1979, and it was popular because of the fact that it's the first series, which some people say it's bullshit, this theory is bullshit. Like, if you watch FLCO, he's like, this is just bullshit. <laughs> but, it's the theory that it's a robot series, it's not a robot series. It's, it's, it made the transition from 
from soft science fiction to harder science fiction. Yes, and also more important that it's not about the robot. It's not. It's really not. I call bullshit on that. I agree. I have to agree with the guy from fully clearly because the robots are awesome. But I do agree with the fact that it's more of a human drama. It's about the characters, their development, their clashes, their personalities. Because it's in the forefront. It's a political series. It is. It really is. You when when you're given the uh, the the sides, you're given the Federation and the Zeon. You you were told that the Zeons do terrible, horrible things. But the more you progress into the series, be it in manga form or anime form, you're going to realize that there's no right faction or government in this series. Okay, now I have a question. It's not a goof-off question. It's actually serious. Uh, since I was in that time area when Gundam first came out, it didn't really come out in the States for me to see on television at the time. How would you compare it to, say, like, shows that have other robotic things? Example, Voltron, uh, um, it's, as far as It's, it's hard to make that, cons- that comparison because... Actually, sh- let, me, let me rephrase the question because saying Voltron, that was the American I, version I, of that I one. I see what you're saying. You know yeah. No, about, I know like, what you're Voltron? No. Voltron is a gi- Voltron is a giant robot show. A good example would be comparing Macross's or, as we know, yeah. Robotech's. The fact that that's, it's that's about, actually the best comparison. It's the make. best. It's similar to that, but it's more. That was the less. That wasn't distilled afterwards. Because let's put it this way: um, in Voltron, you know that Voltron is the title character, and you know that he, he's going to have his own personality. He's going to have his own his own way of things. He's right. a, a central focus of the show. Okay. Gundam is more like Star Trek, again, making that reference, that illusion, where the Enterprise isn't a character so much as a setting. Well, it does eventually take on its own form as a character. Okay, so it's definitely focusing on the char- each character it, it's, individual as opposed to like saying, okay, here's some people, and here's this cool-ass Transformer robot that's going to transform well, anything you want. They use that to sell toys and merchandise. But, but that is the point. The point is that yes. it's not going to be a typical... Alright, here's episode A, bad guy shows up, robot shows up, kicks ass. No, this Whoa, is... It, it kind of, but... Moving on, moving on. A little bit, but not to that degree of that formula, because there's entire episodes where Gundam's just sitting there. Where there's where there's no action at all. It's just dialogue. I mean, it's not Legend of the Galactic Heroes level of... Okay, so here's another question, because I know, like you keep saying, in reference to uh, Gundam selling as far as models concerned, uh, you might know this, I'm not sure, here's my question, though. How come they never individually sold, like, each character... As an action figure or as a little model, they, they do in the little in those little. Yeah, uh, those. they sell. The okay. thing is, though, they make most of their money not on the characters. Characters are important, but we have giant robots fighting in front of us. Let's sell that. That works so much better than that. Hey, is it? There's this dramatic kid in space. Let's sell him. Okay. Yeah, it's it's that is point. So to since some of you are like some of you are completely like yes yes Gundam Gundam oh yeah some of you are like Gundam eh? so let's break down what is the basic premise of what we're reviewing, which is Vertical Inks. Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin, well, Volume 1. Yes, which we have to thank someone for getting it. I, I have to thank... First, I have to thank Lethal for lending me the money and basically buying it for me. Then I have to thank Ed for bringing this beautiful, beautiful piece of artwork. Yes. And let's talk about this first, because this is the Vertical Ink, the first volume, and I think we're going to come back to this dude it's, for each one. It's... Oh, God, I love it. Because most mangas are 200 pages. This is a 433-page book. Really? Is it? No, it's not. Well, I ran through that, and no. And the, the best part is, it has color. It page. has beautiful color. Like not not just someone sitting in in Photoshop messing around. I mean, there are some that look good, but this looks beautifully hand painted. The, these the colors in there speak emotionally, that more so than the panels themselves. The the stock is a, is photo stock, so it's very nice. And the best part is that Ed worked extra hard to get bonus essays in each volume. This first volume has 
Hideki Anno, the creator of Neon Genesis Evangelion, who's a huge Gundam fan, to do an entire five-page essay about it. And in Volume 2, supposedly, Clamp is involved. Really? They so did. now I have to go back to my Volume 2. Yes, because you, you, it's too much to do. But, so, it's pretty cool. It came out 2001 to 2011, and Vertical Inc. is not the first version to release it over here in the United States, because Katakawa first gave it to their American brand, which is Viz. Oh, God. And Viz released it individually, uh, 200 pages, and it was a very bad release. Gotcha. Bad, bad in what's it? Bad translation? Bad, it was bad just product? Or? Bad product, bad everything. Meanwhile, this, it's a hardcover book. It's it's something I'm going to cherish for I mean, this a is, very long time, if not the rest of my life. If you get signed by him, that would be amazing. I I plan to. Wait, is he, isn't he dead? No, he's not no, dead. No, he's, he's, he's aging up there. I mean, i got to say one thing about this, definitely the artistry and the colorization of the uh, segments here. Really well done. Even like flat colors, they still define the moment of the scene. So I've got to give credit. I mean, yeah. this is the first time I've actually looked at the book. If but. I have to say something, Gundam makes most of its money off of action, but it is by no means primarily an action show. There's a whole there's a whole spectrum of emotions across the board. Yeah, and this was lovingly brought to us by Vertical Inc. And it shows that they actually took the time and effort. They didn't it's, want to just put an inferior product. It is. They are. It, it, it feels like something made by a Gundam fan, Gundam fan for Gundam fans. Because this is a dream come true, I really have to say. And, well, the fact that Ed was walking yeah. around at Otakon dressed up in his ramble. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're Gundam fans. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a bit. Ed, just like that? <sighs> I have pictures. <laughs> I bet you do. See, but, I was going to dress up as Ron. No, no, you don't have to show me. I believe you. I believe you. But since he took the character, now i got to find something else. Hey, you could dress up as, uh, what's his no, name? No, 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 from, uh, the Fetties. No, actually, no, if it's, a, if it's a Zeon meetup and you're a Fetty, they'll be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Now, It'll be like a rabbit in a fox, Chase. Okay, so now, I have a question for you, uh, as far as, because everybody, it's Gundam, uh, including, uh, Ed. Uh, I know you remember, I remember he was mentioning that Ed did the Gundam suit a while back. That was the one we're talking about. Okay, how long did it take him to make that suit? I actually have no fucking You mean clue. the actual mobile suit itself? Or, or just Ed the, uh, is talented. Yeah. If he made a mobile, actually, would Ed Chavez make a mobile He'd suit? Do it. He'd do. If, if we're gonna text this to, you, we're gonna text this on Twitter and see what his response is. If you had the opportunity, would you make a mobile suit? Yeah. Like, I'll be more. I'd, I'd give up my children's college tuition to make a mobile suit. Okay. You don't have children, so be glad you got that. That means I have a lot of time to save. There you go. But anyway, so for those, we're throwing a lot of words around. We're throwing around we're, Ramble Raw, we're throwing around Char, we're throwing Fetty, Zion. Okay, so to somebody like me that bear, that really does not understand the concept of Gundam gonna, to translation, I'm sorry, I know I keep jumping in on no, that. No, 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 okay, let's go. But, you know, yeah, for anybody that basically doesn't know what the hell's going on, don't feel bad, I'm the same way too, I'm a novice to this, and hopefully these questions will be answered. The, the only I'm thing sorry, continue. a Gundam fan loves more than Gundam is explaining Gundam people who don't watch Gundam. Oh. But unlike them, we're not going to be evil about it. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not going to be nasty. Oh, so like a track error or a trackie, it's like... No, it's, it's, it's that the same... philosophy and the boundaries. It, it's, of... it's, it's like Doctor Who fans. It's like Star Trek fans. It's that much passion. It's BSG stuff. fans. Yeah, yeah, it really is. But, so, to set up the whole thing of Gundam, what is the premise of Gundam's, the whole universe? Politically? Or... Well, politically. Okay, politically. Alright, to, to set it up, you have, uh, Earth's population grows too big for the planet to sustain. So, to alleviate that problem, they move half of the Earth's population into space, into giant cylinders, three kilometers wide? Mm -hmm. Called space colonies. They're actually... Sides. Sides. No, sides were just a collection of space colonies. 
That's true. So that's that. But eventually, the color, the group of colonies, side seven was it? No, side seven side is where side, side three. They moved the. Excuse me. This the uh, cluster of colonies furthest from the Earth, called the Principality of Zeon, declare their independence and wage war against the Earth Federation. Space Nazis. Space, oh, okay. space Nazis. No, they were completely and a hundred percent justified in their actions. What they weren't justified in is the genocide that followed. Okay, so basically, uh, if I were to recap on this in a certain, and uh, basically layman terms, let me try to figure it like that, is basically the creator of Gundam is trying to go back into explaining like a World War Two-ish kind of no, it, situation. It, it does draw a whole lot from World War Two, eventually Vietnam. Uh, okay. But eh, World War One, it's, it's I'd say World War One. Yeah, World War One, Two, and Vietnam. I'd say were a lot of sources there. But an expansion as far as like into outer space. Yes. And not colonizing and just so, on Earth. Um, Overpopulation yes. expand out, but there's still going to be the whole about still, control. Yeah, no, the Earth Federation is tyrannical about the control over the space colonies. So, which is why when I say the Xeon forces were completely justified in their actions up until did they ever name that event? The. Uh, I know, no. They, uh, they may have, I don't know it off the top of my head, but that no. was pure genocide. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so, to, to sum up pretty much the first year, uh, in the first eight months of the conflict, both sides lose half their respective populations. A mass, millions and millions of people die. Not just on Earth, but in space. And it's not, they're not even like, it's, they think you're a traitor, you're done. If you're not a new type, which is what they call themselves, because apparently these beings who are, who are born in these in these colonies who have increased abilities. Your soul's weighed down by gravity. I'm going to keep saying that. Did you watch the English stuff? Yeah. You'll, you'll, okay, I'm going to keep saying that. I'm just yes, going to drop but that. There's, but there's individuals who have increased... Increased awareness, uh, not just for, not just around them. They have... Uh, what was them? What were that? Because some of them are precognitive. Yeah, pre-cognitive, it's, it's, but it's basically... It's almost, it's almost sounds like state versus religion. No, not... Well, you could say that new types... Well, kind of religious. Well, the one. Well, in other series, it's more. The, well, the, they have a whole the, religion based around yeah, them. But. The principality of Zan was basically founded on this idea of new types. That the further you move away from the Earth, uh, the more your brain would accommodate for your uh, location in space. Basically, you would have increased awareness about your surroundings, about technical information, about even other people's emotions and feelings and thoughts. So it's basically the expansion of the mind itself. It's it's the next step in human evolution to to use that cliche term. Yes. And essentially, they pull a magneto. Yeah, yeah. I if yeah, I there you go. That's so there's somebody out of space that could twist metal and yes. uh, kill people. No, no. Maybe in Zeta Gundam. Eh, Double yeah. Zeta, even more so. They build a bunch of robots called Zakus to destroy. No, no. You, you're asking us. Wait, wait. If this is so political and real, why do they have giant robots? Well, why did the Germans build tanks in World War One? Well, no, the reasoning behind it is that using nuclear reactors in the Gundam universe emits this particle called the Minowski particle. And what it does is it uh, scrambles laser, radar, uh, radio waves up to a certain point. So the best way of waging war in space at that point would be close ship battles. And eventually they realize that, hey, these multi-purpose tools that were basically little little mobile suits, about half, a quarter of the size of a real one, uh, would be really good in warfare. So... So they make them into... Exactly, which is why you have beam swords, uh, why you have giant tomahawks, giant grenades, giant normal human weapons for robots. Because originally they were used for other purposes. The beam sword was originally a welding tool, and I said, said, we'll just make it into a lightsaber. (laughs) Pretty much. They even use the same sound effect. Wow. All this technology to turn around and say, hey, we'll use this laser as a sword! (laughs) 
Hey, they make guns Slice. too. And they, they make giant guns. Uh, F ninety one. That one scene where the shell casing falls up. That that was one of the best scenes in all of them. Mm-hmm. The most messed up scenes. <laughs> what? <laughs> shell crushes a bunch of people. They have they have giant guns. Wait, you all right? So these things are shooting, shooting, shooting. Okay, they miss the targets, destroying everything else. A gun shell falls out of the gun and lands on a shitload of people. A giant gun shell just comes out, knocks her on the head. What the fuck? And the survivors have to take her newborn and run away. So, if the weapons don't kill you, the aftermarket shells from Kmart will. I will tell you this. The collateral damage in this is insane. (laughs) They don't get killed by the actual weapon. They get killed by the leftovers. No, it's... That's that's, like getting bitch slapped by meatloaf. That's one thing that's been addressed. Not the singer, by the way. That's one thing that's been addressed further and further as we go into the expanded universe and OVAs and whatnot, is that the war itself isn't just about soldiers, it's about the pedestrians and civilians who are affected by the war. You have, like, an F-91 that's shell-casing killing that woman, you have a shitload of refugees just from from the, the first initial battle. So, they made, so it's not just about the soldiers and the political no, aspects, it's, it's from the actual view of the people that were like, what the fuck are you doing, and all of a sudden traumatized by all the, the events. The right? so this well, no, it, it is about the soldiers, but never they never ever, well, aside from the Xeon, they are space Nazis, but the Federation soldiers, for the most part, the main characters are always, always portrayed in the most human of ways. They get sad when, when their friends die, they get angry, they get, oh, they get everything. It's, and it's this is just the setup. This, this, this is, is a, we haven't even gotten to what happens yet. This is, and this is about, this whole universe is, is in change. And some of you wondering, what about all these other issues? Like, is going to win this universe? No, they're no, alternate no. versions of with the similar situation, just if it went a different way. Alright, here, here's what happens. We have the Prime Universe. Well, I like the thing. It's UC, right? Yeah, the Universal Century. This is the, or this is the universe from the original show, from the sequel show, from basically every major release they have. Then you have a uh, after colony timeline, which is Gundam Wing. You have the after war timeline for uh, after war X, and you have the thirteenth space fight for G Gundam. Yeah, something like that. And then you have uh, AD whatever for Gundam to blow. So the short story, long story short, is that there are different universes for different shows. Now that being said, we have a lot of sh- the OVAs and mangas and stuff happen in the Universal Century, just because it's well known. It's, it's it works. And it's different situations. Like one is. The my personal favorite MS team, where it's yeah, literally the, yeah. the gorillas. They're the gorillas in uh, what was it, Southeast Asia fighting yeah. in the jungle. I'd say that's where they brought out Vietnam. Okay, so the basic bottom line is is that it, each everything like you said, they have mobile suit gun, gun the wing. Uh, I'm not familiar with every episode, but they're not the same. It's like they don't well, tie. You in. Have, do they tie in or do they? You have you have one main, like I said, one main timeline, the Universal Century, where a lot of a lot of the shows take place during that. Right. And the, the initial conflict and the 13, 15 years afterwards. Yeah. But you have different alternate timelines that came out in, uh, not alternate timelines, just different universes that came out around 1990. Yeah. So? It's pretty much the difference is if, the point is if Xeon did not happen or if it ended yeah. differently. And they do, they do call back and make a lot of illusions. Oh, basically, for, my, for me to define since I'm a Star Trek fan, uh, old series versus the new movie, basically Spock going back in time. No, not, not even back in time. It's, it it's, alters. Everything that they've it, done. It's not that it's direct, not that? but it is. Okay. They do make a lot of references to uh, the original show. Like Gundam Seed. Gundam Seed is nothing but the original re- rebranded and trying to re-release See, I thought Gundam Seed was like a farming cartoon or no. something like that. No. As, as much as I hate Seed, if you've never watched Mobile Suit Gundam, you could watch Gundam Seed and have a pretty good idea what's going on. Okay. So let's get to this. So the Federation at this opening of this manga is they're losing? They say the war is a stalemate. A stalemate? But, Bullshit. But no, realistically speaking, Xeon has more colonies. They have better technology. And better weapons. The Federation is holding their own off of 
God knows what. They have they have Earth. They have that's basically it. They have Earth. They have more resources. But the war at eight at the eight month mark is at a standstill. But eventually one side could overtake the other. It could go either way, really good. Okay, so uh question for you, Zan, is you keep saying bullshit. Why do you why do you keep calling shenanigans? Because of the fact that you have like we said, the point is that all Earth has is Earth. We have the resources. We have the resources, we have the food, that's and that. Meanwhile the Principality of Zeon all they, all they have to do is an event, and then they win. We'll, we'll get to that later because it's one of the most significant they have, things. It's uh, <laughs> not WD, but it's uh, it's. It, it's I would WD say it's a WMD. It's, it's a WMD or W. We lost half of Australia. It's a yeah WMD. They have a WM. Not a, what's another term for that it? That we use lubricants to describe the show. WMD. No, it's uh, it's uh, another t- another term for it's where it's literally they have a, a, a weapon of self a, a self assured uh oh uh, mutually assured destruction yeah it's an it's an, it's oh, an MAD. George W no it's an no, it's an uh, MAD they have an MAD it pretty much will okay, screw both uh, sides the MAD to mutually mutual, mutually mutual assured destruction they they drop the house on you oh quite quite literally they drop the house on you wow yeah so it's like pretty much they have more advantage but Earth has it's it's like uh. It's World War II. Yeah, we're honestly. The Nazis World, had better technology. It's World War II at this point, and the point is, everyone's losing, and you have Side Seven. Side Seven, who was was neutral. They the treaty was they were neutral, but the Federation was secretly developed their new Project B on it. Oh, thirty-one. But oh, um, it, sorry. So let's get to the our protagonist. Our what protagonist. he does. <laughs> he walks into it. He survives. That's what he does. Just a kid who's just like he, he's a fifteen-year-old. Well, it's fine. It's fine. He was a fifteen-year-old kid, fifteen or eighteen. In this. Uh, in the show he was. I want to say fifteen-ish. We'll say fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. But he was—he's a young kid who just happens to be in the middle of war. His his homes attacked. His colonies attacked. And his father, Temray, was actually working on Project Fee, which is the Federation. We haven't given his name yet. <laughs> which was the Federation's secret weapon to even the odds of it and eventually win the war. But basically. What, how, it, how it goes down is that... Amaro Ray! My, one of my favorite characters just goes... Basically what happens is the Federation's developing their secret project. Xeon finds out about this, and they follow the supposed Federation cruiser to Side 7. Now, the Federation cruiser happens to be the brand new warship that's supposed to carry the Project B with it. And you want to take it off? And what happens is that the Xeons see what's going on, and two of them get destroyed! And the last one's like, fuck this! Their original mission was to be reconnaissance, but the thing about these space Nazis is that they're not all that great on teamwork. They like the glory, they like the guns, they like the action, they want to be promoted. But a lot of them are fat, I've noticed. Yeah, they are. Oh, they're egotistical. Yes. They are, they're... And as opposed to them actually being like, okay, we're just going to take out the ship, they break into the actual Side 7, because it's kind of... It's a reconnaissance mission. Side 7 has a peace treaty with both Xeon and the Federation. That they can't be seen going into Side Seven, and the Federation can't be seen be seen with military operations on Side Seven. That's why I made the reference before to Thirty One. For me to translate it from Gundam to Star Trek, for me to understand, I said Thirty One as in Section, section Thirty One. Yeah. Yes and no. Yeah, but it wasn't Section Thirty One. This is all hidden even from the populace. Some of them it knew. Was, it was World War One. How they had hidden trees, yeah. basically. Like. He didn't even, like, uh, Amaro doesn't even know. He just knows no. his dad has some weird thing on well, his... And, and this, he he's seen going through his dad's files, and he sees technical specs on Zaku, and eventually the Gundam. But, but for the most part, he has no inkling what's going on. He has nothing to do with this other than being blood-related to the to the chief engineer. Who's disappeared. Who or, does disappear. And he's going around, and 
Meanwhile, the Zaku have found the Gundam. <laughs> Are we talking anime here or actually going on the yeah, origin? Let's go Basically, origin. the Zaku team finds the first Gundam, RX-78-1. They engage, and he takes out... How many? Four or five? Three? No, four, four. Yeah, he takes out four. In doing so, he blows up one of the Zaku's reactors. Now, for those of you who don't know, which I'm going to assume is a lot, you never take out a mobile suits reactor near an enclosed environment. Because the ship is essentially a big can. It's, it's, a, big it's a big can with air and people in it. And basically, called out, go boom. Essentially, massive there, there are ways to destroy mobile suits that you don't damage a reactor and create a bigger explosion. But the reactor is a nuclear reactor. You damage that, you got a nuke going off right in front of you. That will take out, basically. Alright, now, here's the, uh, by taking out, like, depending on the size, it could take out, how, like, say, land-wise... Like a state or no, not a continent. not that. It's it's more contained. It would uh. Okay, so it's got it, a bit it's, more. it took about it opened the hole breaching the, not the outer wall but the inner walls because it's kind of like there's a can within a can. The right. outer can is all the, where all the machinery is, and that's where they were hiding the Gundam. Yeah. Inside looks like Earth. There's fake ground. There's fake skies. Yeah. So people don't go crazy. <laughs> Oh, wow. And what happens is that by them doing that, it blows a hole in between the two walls, and they see, oh, there's a, oh, God, there's a Zaku here, and <laughs> they're like, oh, we've been seen. How to deal with this? We could just pretend, oh, we crashed. No, let's kill innocent bystanders. Now, to, now to even out the score for Zeon, they could have just said, hey, you guys are building weapons here. We have perfect justification for being here. But no, the two idiots go inside and say, hey, we'll destroy it and get promoted. And that doesn't work out so well. Because they go, they cause havoc. People are getting killed. And oh, yeah. Amaro is running the hell away because he doesn't know what to do. Or his girlfriend, or is it his childhood friend? Yeah, there was a little romance going on, but not really. His childhood friend and him, they get, they, they steal a car and they're driving, and eventually he sees the Gundam. Was oh. is it Mark II or is it the? No, it's the Mark II. The Mark II laying down, and he knows the specs because his dad oh, yeah. had everything and he studied it. Spoilers: He's a new type. Yeah. So he gets in it, he starts it up. You have the people who are working with White Base. That's the experimental yeah, new ship. And they're trying to get as many people on as they can. Say, come on, you gotta go. This is going crazy. Uh, we need a pilot. Where's the pilot for the, the R2? Oh, fuck, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. So eventually what they do happen is that since Amro pretty much proved himself as being able to pilot the Gundam, not well, but just pilot, they keep him on as a pilot for, for up until it's destroyed, pretty much. Yeah. But, but going back to... Uh, how this happens is in the anime they portrayed Amaro as pretty much lucking his way through the first initial battle. And in the origin, it's pretty much like that too. But he's a lot more clumsy than, than he yeah, was in the anime. He's, they make him more like a kid who just gets a hold of a major gun and he's like I think I... He lucks through this battle even more so than the first one. If it wasn't for the Gundam's armor, he'd be he so it's just stupid blind luck this guy survived and shouldn't have survived in the first place. Not stupid blind luck. I mean, Amuro was a smart kid. He won the, the miniature Gundam, or miniature mobile suit development for five, okay. three years? Three years, yeah. Yeah, three years running. He wasn't a smart kid. He was a, he was a technical genius. So he but, understands this does yeah. this, this does that. It's not, what does this button do? Alright, yeah. right, but the basic premise is like, he's so smart, he's stupid in that kind of concept. Well, no, like, not, not just that. It's like, it's, it's a kid getting in a tank and not knowing what the fuck to do. And the worst thing is he thinks the tank is going to be doing this, but it does triple that because <laughs> yeah. it's more powerful it's, than it thinks. It's five times more powerful than a normal mobile suit. So, uh, so it's like, okay, oh, here's a little trigger. Maybe I'll shoot all this. Oh, he's, he's oh not, shit, man cannon. He's not that that ignorant about it. He Remember, he did see the specs, and it does try and walk him through a few things that are happening. 
Okay, so basically novice of the old... Yeah, it's like, okay, this too. this fires the Vulcans, that is a beam saber, but he had no idea that slicing through that docker would would detonate the uh, the reactor. Because he does the same thing! Because <laughs> he doesn't know the specs Way of the... go, Ace! Good job! But he saves the day, and then he... He saves the day, but the colony was already lost. So yeah. let's, let's not put the blame on him for that. It wasn't his fault, it was Zaku's fault, but at this point, everyone is either abandoning ship, or they're like, yeah. we're fucked, we're stuck yeah. here. Man, it'll sound like a fall guy to me. Like, yeah, I didn't mean to destroy it, just happened. Well, no, he, he felt great remorse for damaging Side 7 that much. But by that point, it's it's not his fault, there's nothing he could do. So he gets, so he, him and his friend and a bunch of other people get on the white base, and they say, alright, we're going to take it back to Earth. And the location of, of 7 is, it's between Jupiter? No, it's it was, uh... Or was it Mars? No, it's, it's I want to say the opposite of the moon. Oh, so it's, it's relatively close to Earth. Yeah, because you had Luna 2. Yeah, so, the, so they're going. So they're going to go. That's that's another thing. The colonies aren't located too too far off from Earth. It's it's within the orbit of the Earth and the Moon. They're not they're not all the way back by Jupiter or Mars. They're they're within the Earth's orbit. It's just they're far enough away for for it to take maybe two weeks to get from one colony to another. So yeah, so they're now going to go in this advanced special ship, and they need someone to protect them. So so hey, you you were fairly competent in the last fight. We have no one else. You're the new pilot, buddy. And douchebag, um, I mean, the new, because the captain got killed, so the second-in-command, who's, uh... Bright Noah? Yeah, what do we say about Bright Noah? I love the bright slap. Well, uh, like, so you got a douchebag for well, a command Well, now. no, he was young. In the origin, he state that he is 19 years old in a war. He had excellent uh, command marks on his test. It's just, he's put in a situation where he has over a thousand lives and a brand new, brand, brand new technical warship under his command. He's a kid put in a bad situation, and he's expected to hold all those lives on his shoulder. So he's going to get stressed out about the whole issue? He is ridiculously stressed. And then, of course, you have um, everyone's favorite female character in all Gundam, Shayla. Oh, God. Shayla. Shayla. She is the uh, communications officer? No, no. She's a whole lot of things. She's a communications officer, fighter pilot. She does everything, and she is also the person who first sees him in the Gundam, and it's kind of like, he's, ooh, she's hot, I like her. Yeah. And yeah. she's kind of the heart of the ship. Yeah, she she kind of is. You could say that. She's she's really good moral compass. But there's more to her than she even knows. Are we going to go into this now, or should we save it for... What is, was revealed in, in later on. And now, yeah, meanwhile, while this is going on, okay, we have to think about the other side. because the other side. Project V was rumored. They had no idea that it was that significant. They knew the Federation were developing mobile suits of their own. But they weren't sure if it was on Side 7, how far in development it was, and what they found was a horror and shock to them. Yes. Listening fans, I'll tell you right now, this is a lot of shit to consume, and this is just the book, and This wow. is just Volume 1. This, this is Volume 1. We're, we're not even a Not even a volume, it's like a chapter, one. it's like Volume 1, Chapter 1. Okay, I, so what is the, so next, um, so, so, should we bring in the captain of the group of Seahams who showed up? The, the please, commander? Please, introduce, introduce the gentleman. Well, he is the first of a many group in, in all Gundam universe, which is the Masked Man. Shar, a character, yep. Shar Aznable. A.K.A. The Red Comet. A.K.A. Catra uh, Vagina. Yes. Vagina or Vagina? Vagina. Vagina. Yes. Thank God. So we got another masked anime character. This is, no, he was the first. He was the first. Oh, he's the first. But he wears a mask for what? a very, very no, legitimate what reason. Gotcha Man had the first one. No, this isn't that type of mask. Okay, I take that. Then, this uh, this is concealing his identity for a very personal reason, oh, okay. among other things, okay. which we won't get into until 
And he's he's interested in this in the first volume. Is this when he's interested in meeting the the, the fighting the gun on pilot yet or not yet? No, he goes out to destroy it. He wasn't real. Their rivalry didn't really rivalry didn't really start up till I want to say maybe after Karma. Yeah. So there, it's it's at this point he's like, I want to mi- fix this mistake. We lost, destroy this they thing. Lost, they lost. I want to say twenty. So five Zockers. They lost five Zockers. They lost a lot, so now it's like, this is a personal yeah. blotch on my to, mark. I have to fix this. We're going to go after them and keep going after them. And to, Yeah, to put it to put it into uh, in today's terms, it's like you lose, you just lost five fighter jets under your command from, from one fighter jet alone. That sucks. That's beyond, How does he keep getting mobile suits? <laughs> Why do he keep sending him these things? Because he's... Isn't he it's part like, of the main family? No, he's not. His father was. Oh, that's, his, that's, fa- his father was. Daikuma, that's probably was why his father was. That's why. Well, no, they don't know that he's the son. That's true because he's. It's like stormtroopers. They suck at shooting. No, he's but they still he's no stormtrooper. No, he's not a stormtrooper. He's he's start. Yeah, you say it. No, no, I mean. He is that. He is the he's, best. Like there, the he's, people. Yeah, he's Darth Vader. If Darth Vader defeated the Emperor. Yeah. Mm. He's he's less of an antagonist and more of a. He's just as cool. Like, he's a guy he's, you actually want to root cool. for. Like, if he was in charge of the Principality of Zeon, it would make sense. It would. Because he's noble, he's he's honorable, it's just... Well, that whole Dharma thing. That was revenge. That's, that's different. That's revenge. <laughs> but, okay. but Char is Char. That's why he's so beloved, because he's just... He's the perfect he's, anti-hero. He is. He, I, there are times where I wish Char won, just, just to see the smile on his face. No, never mind. That's going too far into depth. No, go, go. What is it? No, no. Uh, uh, if it, I don't want to be like a spoiler if it is one because, like I said, I'm not familiar so we're, with We are past spoilers like, at this point. We have no. gone beyond <laughs> Has he ever won an actual fight? Yes. yes. He the initial eight eight month conflict between the Federation and Zeon's, he, he, he became notable as the Zeon ace. He took down five battleships with just the normal Zaku. Not, not, not the high mobility Zaku, too, just the regular Zaku. No, he's okay. like, he's highly decorated. He is. Like, I'm hearing this whole thing, oh, he's lost a lot of fights and a lot of sights, and it's like, okay, no, you want to root for this guy to win one, but it's like, did he finally win one? The answer is no, yes. He's okay. always won one. This is his first defeat. Oh. This is literally his first defeat. This was his first slap in the face where he lost men. He's like, no, 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 this ain't happening. This ain't happening. <laughs> oh, it's, it's not even an ego bruise. It's more like a, oh, shit, well, I've Char, lost my people. Char never Where do really, I go from here? Well, he, I don't, I, he never really cared about his people. Yeah, the camera. Lot, it's more, lot, but no, but it's a blemish on him. It's like it this, this, this is not happening. This is me. No, it no, it's an ego trip. No, he's he's not a very egotistical person up until until Charles counterattacks. So. Un- until it's against him versus Amuro, because yeah. he hates Amuro. Eventually, he grows to hate Amuro. They hate okay. each other. There, it worsens the fact that the reason why they hate each other, it's like, yeah, is it because he wanted? Is it because his girlfriend wanted to bone Amuro? Is because or because Amuro phoned his sister? Probably both. <laughs> Wow. That's that's going that's 15 years in the future. That's way in the future, but that's, that's, that's the whole that's reason why. Wow. They hate... They, they, it, grows, it grows from a fun rivalry up until you must fucking die now. And it gets... in the first line just gets in further onto introducing Char, introducing more of Amuro, getting used to the white base, and not even reaching Earth? No, the volume one end, ends with them entering Earth's atmosphere. Yes. So you see the Gundam drop, you see white base drop, and then we go into volume two. So basically, out of all the enemies out there that have robot base. Uh, tendencies. This one actually has a deployed, like plot behind the people, yeah. and it's, it's like, okay, yeah, cool looking robots, but let's focus on the people at hand. It's the the Universal Century isn't about the mobile suits or the robots or the Gundams. It's it's about the people. Those are just the tools they use to wage war. 
Right, and that's, and that's how you feel, like, as far as the author and the one they redid it, they wanted to capitalize as far as the background of these people and well, the traumatic experiences the war was. That's one thing they actually did very well in this adaptation. They, they fleshed out a few of the other scenes, they added more, not even red shirts, they gave some of the extra pilots personality. I'm sorry, every time you say red shirts, I think that. Yeah, no, that's just the no, case it's, exactly. It's these people. So it's here. not just a Star Trek thing. It's an no, actual no, anything right, no. red dead. Yeah, well, the red you're dead scenario. Well, unfortunately, Shar is not because yeah. he is the red comet. Oh, he's the only one red in the damn show. <laughs> well, we got a Scotty then. Well, no, but but a lot of things happen. Um, you have you have a few extra pilots. What they do make a point of is that there are extra gun cannons and gun tanks here. And in the assault on Luna Two, which we're fast forwarding a bit, they get killed. But it's it's to show that it's not just about Amuro and the Gundam and the gun tank and the gun cannon. There, it's it's war. These are tools of war, not anything really special. Okay, now here's a question that I don't know if anybody's ever even asked this question. As far as like the pilots and their suits are concerned, has there ever been like an emotional attachment? I'm not talking like oh you know this is my backup suit. I'm talking about a physical, emotional sense. How you... how physical are we talking? Are we talking like oh, Pat Labor, um, like Alphonse no, no, no. level of attachment? No, no, no. How can I phrase Like, this it? is my home, I love it? No, no, no. Like, say, you wear the suit, but, like, your essence of your soul becomes part of it to the point where you're feeling no. actual physical pain. You're, you're, you're now mixing up Evangelion and... and well, no, uh, F91. And F91. <laughs> you're you're, you're, you're mixing other series. Well, I'm mixing a series I've never even seen. Yeah, I, not, not to that extent. You have The concepts have, have used later on yeah. a lot more. Like, we have work okay. mech suits that are piloted. Because yeah, you understand what I'm coming Like, say, okay, here's the suit. Like, it's parked yeah, over there, but yeah. you're, like, five planets away, and, like, they go destroy the planet. Oh, that. And that, yeah. that kind of emotional attachment as far Gundam as a menta- never, a mental attachment. It never goes past the solar system, aside from... Gundam Double O and uh, well Double O, uh, Turn A and not not after no not not afterward. And we're not counting Super Robo. Okay, so if you're on the so if you're on the planet and say your your Gundam is in a like a warehouse something like that, you don't know what's attacked. You don't know. It's gone. Goodbye. But you're gonna feel like a mental. No, let's let's put it this way: if you if you park your car Mm -hmm. and the other side of the parking lot and Mm -hmm. someone hits that car, Mm -hmm. does someone just hit your car? You don't know it. Oh, okay. It's 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 it's, a it's your car. Yeah. It's it, yes. It's your car. <laughs> okay. So there is it's, no true emotional attachment to your no. Gundam. It's well, like I own a Pinto and it yeah. just got hit. Who the fuck cares? Well, no, no. The Gundam's a little care. more than that. The Gundam is like if you got okay. This is a brand new 2016 Camaro. It's not out for two years. You get to drive it, and someone scratches it. <laughs> Ooh. Like what so the fuck is wrong? <laughs> oh, so that's the closest emotional. That's the, that's yes. That's, oh, up yeah. until the end, which isn't in this, isn't for a good long while. Yes, and um, okay, because I was wondering about that whole emotional attachment, mm-hmm. men- mental emotional attachment. So, are there any other major characters that we should talk about that are introduced um, in this first volume of the yeah, origin? You, they introduced Karma. They introduced the original Captain of White Base. Uh, they introduced Frau Bo, Rio. Uh, Hayato, which don't really play much of a part now, but they will later. These are names which you like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, we'll get to that Gun- later, because we're Gundams, not going to spoil yeah, all of Gundam's renowned for their weird names. Fraubo's the dumbest name I've ever heard, but... Uh, hey, you don't fuck with Fraubo? <laughs> you really don't fuck with Fraubo. Don't feel we have people, I'm even like, what the fuck is this about? So, other thing is the style that Tamino picked for this, it's very different than the original series. It's a little more... It's a little more realistic. Uh, what, what I have to note here is that the updated design's a little so they don't look like 1979 anime. They look like sleek warships. They look like uh, chiseled mobile suits. And it looks realistic. Like you could actually get in one. It's yeah, yeah. well done. Especially the color pages. You see a lot more. It looks gritty. It doesn't look like... Um, I hate to bring this up. 
books. One of the problems a lot of people have is Star Trek, as opposed to Star Wars, is Star Trek doesn't look like a used universe. It looks everything yeah, sleek everything and model new. Came out of the box. Meanwhile, Gundam, it looks, you, except for the Mark One and the Mark II. Yeah. Everything else, you see scratches, well, you see... Even the Mark II after the first battle. grizzled effect. Well, after the first, well, after yeah. that first battle, it's completely fucked. It's like, it's like, yeah, the armor's gotta be fixed. What the hell is wrong with you, kid? You ever, no, you never fought anyone before? That's one thing we have to talk to, talk about in this, right now, is that the Gundam isn't this indestructible machine. I mean, it is, but it isn't. This, this gets fucked up in the first few fights. They, change, they have to literally change out armor pieces, some things don't work. It's not, it's not this giant metal warrior like it was in the anime. Alright, so basically the appreciation you have towards this book is the fact that when you read it, it's like you see the battle damage. That's good. They, they basically brought out the realistic... It is. It, it fleshes out a lot of the points the anime tried to make, but again, it was 1979. Uh, this was funded to basically sell merchandise. You don't, you didn't, they didn't want a lot of emotion from it. And this, and this book adds that emotion and that love to it. You see not, it in the art. You it, see the characters look like... It fills in the gaps that were there, but you, you couldn't really see it unless you looked. Um, so we talked about the art style, we talked about the, the, the design, the, char- the character redesigns, everyone's pretty much very similar. The, the Zaku's and Xeon mobile suits look a little more evil, which I love, I really do. Uh, but you still missed up. That. Yeah, that's the only thing I missed. Okay, define that. Mom! When, Why did I just right, do that with the hand? Zaku's and, for the most part, Xeon mobile suits have a mono eye, for whatever reason. I don't know, how does that work? How do they... Oh, I'm guessing it's, I don't know, but it's but, anyway, but whenever you see the first time you see a Zaku, yeah. you, or it's in pitch black, you just hear that, <laughs> when you see the light, just little... It's eye turns on, basically, and it makes a sound effect that you can't replicate. It's, it's, I want that as a ringtone. It just goes, I'll, I'll show it to you later. It's, it's, you can't mistake it for anything else other than something's about to die. So every time that, I see some kind of an anime cartoon that has a red eye, I'm just going to keep thinking, Whoa. Pink, pink. It's no, pink. it's a pink eye. Which pink. It's, uh, why is it pink? There's so only, one, pers- only one person you know would answer that. That's Tomino. <laughs> but here's the thing: it's like I remember playing the 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 Mobile Suit Gundam, the the Journey, the oh, Journey oh. to Jabro, and I just remember playing and then you're <laughs> oh shit. And then was it I'm playing like the third level? Just you're <laughs> like they look at the like six of them. You're like that third level was a pain. Oh, yeah. Fuck. What in the Destroy City game? Yeah, that that took me months. I, I didn't, but but then you had to choose the right loadout. That was the problem. Yeah. Is it's because you picked the shield. No, the shield. Do you still have like the PS One? I sold them. And watching a bunch of anime dorks clap at a trailer. Yeah, I've never understood that. I could flip out if they were like from a mining expedition in Delhi East Timor that's been conducted for the past thirty years. We managed to dig up a. Ancient text of Fist of the North Star that we're bringing out to you <laughs> today at this very moment, and we're going to show it in its entirety right now, and everybody gets free snacks. <laughs> Wait, Dave, are you sure you'd be clapping, or would you be beating the crap out of the fat dude next to you in a sailor hat? Because that's what I'd be doing. I'd be like, I love Fist of the North Star, fatty. Tell me how much you love it. Take off the stupid hat. <laughs> Dave and Joel's best karate for the gentleman. The anime podcast for people who don't like anime. Or podcasts. Find us online at www.daveandjoel.com. Damn, cheap mouse. White face is actually shown to be a lot bigger than we originally thought. Now, it still keeps up with the scaling, but it's it's told to hold over a thousand refugees, including the crew, which I thought was amazing. 
Gundam. 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 Oh, wait. The Universal Century is different from. No, that's what. Gundarium was Gundanium. Yeah, well, Gundarium, because it was, that was what it was made of. That's why I call them Gundams, which is yeah, stupid. It's like, yeah. no, the reason why I spell it Gundam <laughs> is because it has that specific face. <laughs> Except in G Gundam, because he looks like a fucking Mexican. Let's let's not talk about oh, the come alternate on. universes. No, one one has a windmill. G, oh. G Gundam is Street Fighter in Gundam form. In space. You have you have stereotypes and hyperboles up the ass. It's terrible. Ninja Gundam it. is awesome. Though. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck those things. You disagree about Ninja Gundam? I disagree with everything, G Gundam. Well, where were we? What yes. Are we, where all right. We? We're, we're, overall, what do we got to say about Gundam: The Origin? It's a very good read. It's well done. The fact that uh, Yoshikazi Yasuhiko made it, and also uh, Hajime Yatake made it, and they had a labor of love with this. Also, Grace Lu, thank you for the amazing design. Thank you so much. Um, the fact that, um, supposedly in the third volume, he got, instead of a Gundam on the cover, he got... Oh, God, yes. Yes. Yes! He had to fight for it, but he got it, and I think it did, Ed, I want to see who translated this. No, Melissa translated it! Damn it, I thought it was Ed! The third cover, the third cover is, I, I can't wait. Oh, and this is what the slide looks like. Those, those, those little things, those are the Zakus. Yeah. Maybe well, I, I think we cover like, this in the actual yeah, a little so while ago. So but sides colonies, cluster of colonies. The colonies are actually wow. three kilometers long, and by I think one, I, I don't know. I'd say one, one kilo- wide. Yeah. So well, I'm gonna say it anyway. And <laughs> yeah. So overall, out of our five point rating, yes, as a yes, yes, I know you're gonna get really, really, really fucking cool. I'm because of the presentation, the design, and the weight for it, and also the fact that it's. 20, 30 bucks for 400 pages, and it's a it's essentially a coffee table book that's with with photo paper. It is, and it's a nice binding. It's 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 light enough so that you could carry it, but it's it's heavy enough that if you ran into like say Gundam Siege fan or G Gundam fan, you can beat him over the head with it. Or a no, I actually got into Girl in the God finally, so I can't say that. And also, I, the awesome thing is Girl in the God because Girl in the God is officially the biggest fucking mecha of all time. Really, the last Girl in the God in the Episode is the size of of the unit is like size of thirty galaxies. That's, that's fucking stupid. How does that? No, it's awesome. No, no it's awesome. It's you watch. You're like, okay, this is fucking awesome. All right. Uh, side note. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so really, really, really fucking cool. This is totally worth it. Get this now, right now. Stop, stop, stop listening to this. Go get it. But now. here's the thing. Uh, how much should, should you pay for this at the con? About thirty. About thirty. Was twenty or thirty at it the was con? Twenty-five, thirty around that area. Maybe, yeah. maybe even twenty-two. Order it, it's worth it. Totally. Yeah, who bought that? You bought that? I bought no. the first one, she bought the second one. You better love that woman for life. I'm gonna put a ring on her. Anywho. Anywho, um, yeah, totally worth it. I mean, originally we were gonna do, I was gonna throw in another Gundam review, but you know what? It's... it's, it's did we even review it or just geek out, geek out over it? Uh, we talked about it, we had interesting discussion right, about it. basically just like, uh... You geeked out over it, but hopefully I ask questions to where right. fans that are like no, we discussed getting it. into it. All right, all right. If, like you're, a, if you're a Gundam fan, you're going to love this, guaranteed. It fills in a few gaps. It uh, embellishes a few things. It, it fleshes it out a little more. It really does. It's beautiful. It's a work of art. You should get it. If you're not a Gundam fan, this isn't a bad place to start, but if you're going to start here, just realize that, that the the, uh, the shows that follow it, Zeta Gundam, Double Zeta, and so on and such forth, aren't going to be as serious or... or Detailed as this is, because again, it's it's made by a studio who needs to make money off of not just sales of the show, but the related merchandise. Medium. 
I would say this. It's very serious. It's very, if you like war, if you like politics, if you like intrigue, you will enjoy this. Like, Baz, so far, is this sound interesting that you actually want to check out the series or read it? Actually, I, I mean, I hopefully can make the time for it, but the, uh, looking at the hardcover itself and the artistry and the color and the in-depth that they've done, it seems very interesting for me to check out. And, and now I'm more curious about it. Like I said, Gundam's been out since 79. I'm old enough to have, should have, well, uh, should have, it, seen and or in read defense, about it. It wasn't brought to the states until '99. Yes, and then that yeah. that was right. it wasn't bad, but there was a butcher. Yeah, because back at the time, the only ones that they had for anime on TV series at the time would have, would be Battle just, of the Planets, yeah, American adaptions or, of yeah. But but of this series, it would have just been um, Robotech brought Robotech, by yeah. brought by uh, yeah. But, and then this came out, but if if you're a fan of science fiction, if you love Doctor Who, if you love Star Trek, if you like Battlestar Galactica, this is right up your alley. It and, has that same And for the most part, it is plausible, which is good. It's hard sci-fi, it as we said. Is. Well, this one isn't going to explain everything. you got to go a little more in-depth with your research on that. Those are those technical manuals that you can't buy yeah. in English. You, it's not going to tell you that the sides are actually located at Lagrange points or, or that... Uh, they actually, learn Japanese, folks, because it sounds like we're going to need to translate a lot of stuff. No, no. It's it's actually all scientifically backed up. It's just it's not all explained in this... And for good reason. It's a little, it's a little techy. It's a little science. The fact, and if you're really interested, there are actual like MIT and, and Caltech students who talked about this. So <laughs> the only thing is, I'm surprised, and I hate this show so much, but I, I've been come addicted to it. I'm shocked that Big Bang has not even covered this yet. If they did, I would, I would. I mean, the whole reason why I don't like that show is one character. But if they actually, but talk, they mostly focus on American comic based. Uh, no, they uh, focus on everything possible, from trains to. Then maybe would it be illegal? Right to it, uh, to mention. We talk about it. I don't know. Jap- Jap- Japanese, when it comes to their artwork and their shows, they uh, talk about. Well, they can get a little bit technical to the point where it's like, ah, ah, we don't want you to mention it. Not true, because uh, Sunrise would yeah. would Sunrise and Tamino would be very. It's not like uh, uh, Leiji Matsumoto, who like it's you have to go through hula hoops just to get any of his properties. But uh, we're getting speaking of which, we're getting the um, the suitcase for Galaxy Express finally. All right, uh, now that we've talked about the origin itself, we talked about the universe, the uh, the setting, uh, the influence. I'd say. Um, influence. What's influence? What hasn't influenced? Exactly. I mean, it's. it's the- I mean. Look, Neon just saving Gellion. Most giant robot series, it's there. It's 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 the Star Trek of Japan. That's what I've been told. And now I know there are so many Gundam fans who've been screaming at their iPods, saying, "What is wrong with you? It's this." <laughs> Listen, we're dumbing it down because it's there's too much to cover. It's it's a lie. We haven't covered half of it. I mean, if you wanted, there are twenty Gundam podcasts to listen to, or just go to any convention and look for the Gundam introductory. Panel, which doesn't exist, because only people who shows up there are all Gundam fans, and... It... Oh, I couldn't get into an intro class if I tried. I no, you could, but... You it... could, but we'd all just geek out over Gundam instead of... No, a Gundam intro class is like AP Calculus. Okay, here's my question, and this is not to sound disrespectful to no, the man. No, go for it. So, like, if I wanted to get a little taste of an intro, and I say, we, you know, go to a con, uh, and happen to run into... Hey! How much info? All right. Uh, how much would Ed give you? Don't, don't. I don't know. I honestly don't I'm like, know. No, I'm not looking for like spoiler alerts or anything. I'm talking like, okay, I don't know jack about Gundam. How hardcore would he try to explain? Giant robots, space, emotions, Japan. Honestly, with Ed, I don't know enough Sorry. about it because there's other things that he's more into. Like right now, he's a huge Pokemon fan, so <laughs> I don't know. Oh lord. 
Oh, Lord Lethal would... Oh, oh they're friends. They they're, they're friends. They're, they've exchanged friend codes. We've they've been, they've been, they've been, you they've just been, lost your future wife. <laughs> no, he's... No, he's they've been other, right now, he's hanging out with, Amano, with Ano. Really? Hideki Ano and his wife, because for the manga that they're releasing. He's in Tokyo. He's like, yeah, I'm getting completely drunk at this <laughs> bar. I'm like, good job, Ed. Okay, so basically, Ed would be like the whole, you know, this is the premise, this is it, but keep it short, sweet, to the point. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what, I, what that's Versus what every introduction Versus if it was Pokemon, then it would be like, oh, sit down, we got about 20 hours. No, if it was, what is his major, his major thing? Um, Cause what the San Diego, you... the, the San Francisco Giants? He'd be going crazy over. Oh, that's football. his. Hey. No. Uh, yeah, baseball. But, <laughs> oh, baseball. Duh. But if you enjoy this, uh, definitely. Uh, if you want, um, who's a person to talk to about it? Um, yeah. Mike, all right. No, not just you, but uh, for for other podcasters, Mike Dent is a well, he's Tokusatsu up the, but he could get onto huge bites of uh, arguments or discussions about it. I would love to. Um, I think that Noah is into it from Ninja Consultants. I'm not sure. Um, Dave does just he's, he's like fuck this. I hate this. It does it's <laughs> It's like, I want more Mad Bull and Kazuo Koike, who he was at the fucking New York Comic Con, I didn't see him again. Damn it! If he, he, he better not die. He better not fucking die. I gotta meet the man who made fucking Crying Freeman and, and made Mad Bull 34. I have to meet this man. Yeah, how can you, how do you avoid it? You! I didn't know that Kazuo, I didn't know Kazuo Koike was there. It was thought he was there at you the know last what? minute. Alright, no, no, in your defense, because we didn't know Tybok was there either. Yes, it was a it was a surprise uh, appearance. Yeah, like a whole fucking panel, and his wife was selling like giving like crying Freeman and all the porn he's written. I say thank you very much. I'm like, damn it! <laughs> Can you sign it? I'm like, yes, dude, dude, dude. Here, sign it, please. You're awesome. I don't care if you use leftover wife's daughter's best friend's former roommate. Sign it. Okay, so final thing in our creepy prepper thing. If you want to start off easy, you don't want too much. I'd say... Um, this, this condenses, I want to say, the first... This, for mangas, this is obviously the first you're going to start with. Yeah. For anime, um, you could start off with the original, no, but I'm it, thinking you're going to start off with Seeds. It sucks. Seeds. No. No, starts... If, if Zeta? Zeta? Zeta is miles ahead of the original. I'd the, say the original, just... Or the three, the three-part movie. The three-part movie. Eh, the, 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 you mean the compilation movies? Yeah, that's... Those... Yeah, the pacing on them is terrible. They always are. Um, for side series, it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking right. for gay po- for for slash fiction fuel, you're gonna go Gundam Wing. Right. If you all right, so for somebody like me that or somebody that blanks out completely, you'd to watch start off Zeta Gundam because it it you don't need to watch the original to understand Zeta Gundam. No. It helps, but you don't. Zeta Gundam is miles ahead of the original. Or you go with MS Eighth MS Team, the first one, because yeah, literally all yeah. it is is it that just drops you right in. It's guerrilla warfare, and then it adds a little Romeo and Juliet. Just yeah. Okay, just but what if like you have one of these like a, a fan that's basically like, okay, I want to start it from the beginning and just go. And you just would go, go. You would go Mobile Suit Gundam. You go Mobile Suit Gundam Eighth MS Team. Then you go. Mobile Suit Gundam Stardust Memory, and then you go into Zeta Gundam, and then Double Zeta, and then from there you go into uh no, I left out one in the pocket. That would be after. Yeah, and then Double O. Then after Double O, you'd go into no, not Double O. You'd go into a uh, Shars Counterattack, and then Unicorn. That's in regular UC. Like eight literal sagas. That's just in well, one universe. Like eight. No, you have you have the first forty 
seven episodes from the original. Then you have the fifty. No, I'm talking about individual, like each one, like C. No, you zero. Uh, or, you know. There are only three major shows. After that, it's just a series of OVAs, which are no more than ten, uh, twelve episodes, if that much. Yeah, and they're all high. But you're talking like separate entity. No, like, it's, it's like a side entity, story. It's like, no, side yeah. Story. It's it's in the same universe, but it's a different story, different character. Okay. It's like, um, while this is happening, this is going on. Yeah. It's like, you know how... Uh, DS9. Yeah, yes. You know how uh, in DS9, or the yeah. first episode of Voyager, you're at DS9. It's kind of yeah. like that. Yeah, it's like that. While this is happening in DS9, this is happening over here. While this is happening, I mean, if you want to watch an actual chronological, there is a list of what episodes you would need to watch in order to get it perfectly right. But it doesn't need to be it doesn't. Um, for the side, the alternate universes... Um, it's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. Okay. So, like, we're fans of X. Most people we're despise it. I don't know how you don't like X. I can understand why, because people say that it's the first one which they're not... All people are not really humanized, because I've been rewatching it, and I understand. Most of them are douchebags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jamil is not. He's not. Jamil, Jamil is, is, is Char in Zeta. He is, he's, yes. He's the mentor. He's the, the, the chisel pilot. I guess everybody has their opinion. Oh, because oh, yeah. pretty much opinion. what we mean by the Char is we said he's the masked character for the he's Gundam. Because every Gundam, there's always a masked character. But he's cool because his mask is just a pair of fucking sunglasses that he doesn't take off to the last fucking episode. And you're like, oh, so he pulled a Jake Elwood. Or Jake Blues. Yeah. Well, every 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 series has that, that masked protagonist that, for whatever reason, has a mask. It's just, it, they're called shark lungs. But the here's, here's the interesting lungs. thing, though. He's the only one that doesn't have a sibling who, who the other characters want to bang. This is true. Well, no, I don't understand how you dislike After War X, because it's essentially the Universal century, the Universal Century timeline if both sides had gone to Weapons well, here, Master. Here's a thought. Fans of the uh, Rock and Manga Review, send in your... Reviews or send in your um, Please, send comments in your, on why you don't like X. I mean, I'd like to know personally because to me, I'm learning this stuff. I want to see where your viewpoint is. Send yeah. them, send them to me at, at Raise at Sprock, and I love, I love. Send, send me pictures of your models, what you thought of this show or that show or this anime, or just your opinions in general. I, I, Gundam is my thing. I love. Also, it. if you guys want and you can do it, figure a way for us to do a movie review with the Gundam movies. Oh God! Get us a list that's decent. <laughs> Raze, please don't bring your models. No, no promises. Is it, but we'll figure it out yeah, if we can do it. He's going to go buzzing the damn. No, what is it? What is it? No, Gundam is different. That's different. It's 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 hard to say. Like I, I can't do it. It's it's not even. No, that's that's Pat Labor again. <laughs> Pat Labor, that's a whole other thing. I actually did a sound effect for another Gundam. Oh my! No, that's not Gundam. <laughs> that's different mech show. Different mech show, and that girl is even crazy because she's in, obsessed with her robot and has a name for it. He's like, "This is Alphonse." Like, right? You're naming your giant robot Alphonse, yet you. Uh, Hey, look! When you got that much backup behind you, you can name it whatever the fuck you want. No, she's no. And Paddleboard, that's that's that is complete hard sci-fi. That's literally they're just the the labors are just like mech suits, and Paddleboard is about the you one. You can have a mech suit with a shitload of weaponry that will destroy. No, there's everything no, it's on no, the no, there's no, there's no weaponry. All it is is here's the deal. In Paddleboard, and I know we should be doing this, but we're going quickly for Baz's sake. Paddleboard is this. All the construction people, they have these new robots called laborers. That's how you do things for construction. If someone goes crazy, the police have a unit who they have their own specific ones, which are just the robots, which have extra things for military purposes, and they go after them. That's it. It's a military procedural show, and it's very just... Relating back to Gundams, mobile suits originally started out as construction tools. And you have in the mobile... In, uh... What was it? You have... Uh, it's... 
That one's Stardust just... memory in the original. You have the balls, which are essentially just construction machinery with a gun attached to it. What's the little? Oh, you forgot the little ball too. Oh, fuck those things. Uh, no, the do. But we'll talk about this the next installment of this one whenever we get to it. It's probably I mean, this has probably become like our um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure thing. Yeah. The... Once every so often, we're gonna pull this out and say, "Next volume." <laughs> Um, I gotta say, my favorite scene with the ball though was when Azaku kicked it into a, gy- a gym and it just exploded both of them. It was hilarious. These little balls, they talk. We'll, <laughs> they're, we'll show you. They're, they're funny. I don't want to see your balls! <laughs> but, um, now we should... Uh, oh, you're talking about the gun, sorry. So, at this point in time, we should get to that part you've all been waiting for. And, uh, now what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only... My- Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What we've done would be assigned 10 manga to the Wheel. Organizers spin that Wheel of Manga. We're already on my line that's reviewing in the next episode of the Spyrocon Manga Review or the next episode that you will appear on. So what we're going to do now is we're going to spin that Wheel of Manga and see what we're going to review in the next episode or what you may review. So you get your first chance to spin the Wheel of Manga, so spin. Very good. Number six. So, in the next episode you appear on, you're going to be reviewing one, two, three, four, a Go Nagai title. Shin Getter. Yes, it, of course, she's not Neo Getter, so you can't do Shin Getter versus Neo Getter with a Texas Mac, but it's still Shin Getter, which is awesome. So, let me spin that one that only Wheel Marcus you. Number two. So, in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing Kimi ni Shika Kikoenai. What is it about? I don't know. It's a shoujo series. I've heard of it, but we'll see what it is. So I guess that's... Uh, that's so done. that's it for now for you Gundam fans. You may have more Gundam stuff later so on. More Gundam. Yes, much more. And But uh, either way, we are gone, so we'll catch you next time. Peace. I'm Raze. See you guys later. ふるさとだ覚えているかい少年の日のことを温かい温もりの中で目覚めた朝をあむろすりむくなあむろ男は涙を見せぬもの見せぬものただ明日へと明日へと
忘れはしない少年の日の事を温かいぬくもりの中で目覚めた朝を雨の降り向くな雨の男は涙を見せぬもの見せぬものただ明日へと明日へと永遠にああ。No。There's Oh my god. It's, it's it is the gross greatest thing ever and apparently it was destroyed but they rebuilt it. Wait a minute, that actually exists. Yes. They actually built one yes. about 8 stories tall. Yes. It's one to one. My god, that's beautiful. That when when I said they're not very many years away from making now, an actual Can you actually go in that thing and tour it or no. I don't know. They well, say that they can, but I don't know. <laughs> well, no, there's no touring the inside. The inside is literally just a cockpit. Wow, Japanese people with cameras taking pictures. Uh, original. Hey, no, those are Gundam fans that's, that's taking a pictures. Giant fucking robot. Those are all Gundam fans that are there. That's. <laughs> I all... would be impressed if that son of a bitch moved. It does. Get the fucking serious. The arms and head moves, and it has a fog machine. Now, if the legs move, that's impressive. See, if the legs move, I, I. At that point, we would just I be. Would like, purposely... At that point, all right, America, we lose. <laughs> you have a fucking Gundam. <laughs> At that point, man, game. It's like, wait, you got a Gundam? All I got was shampoo! No, at that point, if they have, if the Gundam actually works, then that's it. The game is over. <laughs> the over. game is... Japan wins. Give them time, folks. They might actually have... I'm, I'm, 